this week on the Push Pull Legs podcast. I'm doing the intro. It's the protein bar rankings. And less importantly, we talk about asymmetries and strength correctives. We're live. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Dami. And me, Tom Hall. Hello live people. Um, hello Dan. What's going on, man? I guess we have better be camera, microphone, both yeah. of us in the same room. That's it. This is the first time this has happened for easily a year and... I think about a year. Um, believe it or not, I think we started first... like this. No, no, no. I think it was because like, I think, I think it must have been Boxy, the first one we had when we had Boxy on. That we had was it the transfer one or before that? Must have been around about that. We started obviously like this. Yeah, yeah. Literally just talking at each other. Bit so weird. Like episode. It must have been like episode ten. I'm gonna sit awkwardly close to down as well. Oh, uh, <laughs> otherwise, we're not gonna come to the uh, the live screen there. There'll probably be some really Pretty really much. sad person watching. <laughs> I mean, God, we are recording the podcast as we go along, this so and like I did say, um, because Dan is in. London, all week. <laughs> living, living it up in London. Living the dream. So, literally, we can actually answer, like, my Lit- phone's a little bit far away. Literally answer literally questions answer live. questions live. And we've also got a lot of stuff. So, um, should we run through what we're then actually going to do today? Yeah, so, we thought we'd been planning it for a little bit, of doing, like, a bit of a protein bar review, and we've got them right here. So for a little bit. I think we probably said this about yeah. half a year ago. Probably, yeah. <laughs> now, the other thing as well, I'm very, very aware that people don't like listening to people eat, so we have to make sure that we take it in turns. Oh, no, 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 That's absolutely fine. I don't care. Wow. Sasha. Tom, Tom's okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we've got some protein bars we're going to try. Um, we haven't got any of the top three currently as they stand because they're not really needed. There's no, well, point. There's like, no point putting them in there. So, now big, big shout out to, I think it's Protein Pick and Mix. Yeah. The website. Um, basically, I just flipped through there because, and also, I also like eating things so I ordered some stuff. And like, there was originally four. supposed to be 12 bars and there's now only eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, yeah, they came out on Monday and I didn't see that. So, today is Wednesday, obviously. Um, yeah. So you couldn't control yourself for two days. What well time? I was training for two days, so we're okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> but those were like the grenade bars, like a crunch bar. What the, what's it called? Crunch something? You used to have them all the time. Like Captain Crunch, I don't know. Oh, Muscle Farm. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Muscle yeah, Farm. Yeah, muscle farm. Um, they're good, yeah. They're good. Yeah, stuff like that. We got a shit ton of thing coming up there. It's know. only Chris Emmett, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. rest, no one listens to him anyway. <laughs> he shouldn't be doing work, and he's probably not. So don't worry about it. It's very true. Um, right, so... We've yeah, got so that. We'll go through the protein bars. Um, you got the you got the rundown. Yeah, we got eight to go through, so that'll take us about eight minutes. <laughs> um, and then we're going to talk about when you're a trainer. We're going to talk about like the minutia detail and stuff that you just really don't need to worry about. It's um, Brett Contreras posted about it this morning, actually. I think and, he must have, he must have copied Tom because Tom my post about what was it on Friday? I don't know. With Dan's in a common in and out of the uh... <laughs> Simon said, dream new tees. Yeah. <laughs> the dream team. These are actually really well fitting. Like, I'm actually not that big. They just make me look like I am. I don't even lift. I've got a large like one, and it's, yeah, it's going all right. So, if anybody's listening to audio, um, this is one of the reasons why you should be in the group, to be honest. Yeah, because then you get to watch it live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
whenever Dan's in London or if I go to Bath at any time that's about once or twice yeah. that's about it cool and yeah we've got the minutia to tell because I was coaching some coaches on Friday also Dan actually saw me coaching today coaching coaches yeah. drawing over over the walls basically I think somebody posted that about it um, yeah um, but it was, it was quite interesting to see what was what was happening in Finance yeah then we've got stupid things I think uh, I think James is even bloody watching so uh, James maybe no, he didn't post it in there. You're not? No, he's not smart enough to do that. It, it was Liam Manning. Oh, oh James, um, you probably, probably commented on So I've given you way too much credit, mate. So, sorry, Liam. Doesn't deserve any <laughs> Cool. All right, so should we should we give a rundown of what we've actually got? Or should we um, just go through? Um, and I guess we've got to go taste, texture, what flavour it is. So, kind of like mouthfeel, all right, that kind of thing. first one is... <laughs> The Fit Joy birthday cake. You can hold it up to batter. the hold up to birthday the cake batter. People were there. So now the Fit Joy is they're quite a new company. I've tried one of those before. It wasn't this flavour. Um, and when I remember the last time, they were a little bit cheery, a little bit Quest Bar like. So, do we get a Dan review about Forever Do? Otherwise, there's going to be one person just cheering and one person going through this all the time. Mm. So, Dan's Dan's gone for it. Um, Give you a little look. What what flavour is this? Birthday cake. Birthday cake. So, <laughs> so I went through and kind of just was like, yeah, I have that one, that one, that one, that one. I tried to get a range of different flavours, otherwise it's going to be really monotonous just eating all this. Um, so the macros are 20 grams of protein, 22 grams of carbs, 8 grams of fat. Not worth it, in my opinion. It's a bit bland, very chewy. Um, it's just vanilla. I don't know why they call it birthday cake batter. It's just vanilla flavour. Um, they put like the little sprinkles on to make it a little bit colourful. Yeah, they've got like I, I like the uh, little sprinkle bits, but without that, um, it does taste a bit marshmallowy. Um, they've tried to put the little crispy bits in it. You can't really see it, but <laughs> um, like the soya crispies. But again, they're not really that crispy. Um, wouldn't buy that one again. I wouldn't get that one again ever. No, no, it's soy. pink as well. I'm still chewing it as well. Yeah, I'm taking a little mm-hmm. bite out of mine. So I don't think the way to go is to eat the whole thing. Then. Mm. Oh. Rakesh is going to love this episode by the way yeah no I wouldn't um... so currently that's first well currently Jesus <laughs> all these bars are vying for spot number four because don't forget you got um, you've got Bear Bells Bear Bells are then you've got PhD ranks. Smart Bars and then you've got Carb Killers yeah um, and what if these are ranked one we can change it around okay. I don't think they will but hey yeah you have little faith mate I know you're absolutely fine so we've got a... The next one is called My Nutrition... Hang on, what is it? Some oh, ProSups. <laughs> Powered by ProSups, my bar. This is ice cream cookie crunch. Um, smaller bar. Uh, it's got, per bar, 20 grams of protein as standard. Um, 17 grams of carbs and 10 grams of fat. 220 calories. I've not seen these before, actually. No? No. I'm going to go for the middle Excessive consumption may have a laxative effect. I feel like we may have that. Oh, that's going to happen. We're going eight bars deep. Um, it's a new catchphrase, so that should be fine. So, really, we're just, you, we both took a bite at the same time. Mm, they're better, though. Um, what flavour? Ice cream cookie crunch. Ice cream cookie crunch. So, that flies ahead of uh, whatever we just ate, that fit joy bar. Mm. Um, yeah. It actually tastes like chocolate ice cream. That's actually good. So, my bar... Well done. Um, the Pro Subs. I like Pro Subs. They're pretty standard. Not too shabby. Right. 
It's good. pretty good, that. Yeah. What's the protein source, though? A protein source is a protein blend of whey protein, um, ice, and concentrate. So perfect. Perfect. Absolutely fine. So, big thumbs up. A bit pre protein, yeah. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. 220. Was it 220 calories? Mm. So, probably matching exactly what the uh, grain goes to. And more importantly, it's gluten free. So, <laughs> <laughs> absolute win. It's not virgin, though, is it? It's not virgin, no, it's not virgin. So, what we've got next coming on? Mm. So that that immediately goes number number mm. one, right? So we got one. My I one. mean, why the fuck tumble no, this one? Right. I do not know. <laughs> right, this is called. I had to because it was hilarious. Bullshit. I was just like, <laughs> this is called the no cow bar, dairy free, soy free, gluten free, vegan, taste free shit. This is going to be hilarious. It's possibly the best thing. You can right, I can tell you right now for a fact, it's going to be horrible. I'll tell you why. <laughs> so you got twenty one grams of protein. 28 grams of carbs, of which 20 are fibre. Amazing. And only 2.5 <laughs> This is going to this be the, the driest tasting bit of cardboard you've ever had in your life. Immediately I've gone to the middle. And it's blueberry um. cobbler. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie, people listening to audio. Need that to is awful. That is not good. Um. Oh. That tastes like, basically, I think everybody's had those protein flapjacks, yeah? They're, they're, they're actually alright, oh. but you have to have them with, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Dan's actually just kind of gagging, so that's a bit odd. Um, so the Naomi Kawa, uh, natural, plant protein, just to, just to keep our kind of vegan friends happy. Um, yeah, it's, not, vegan it's, it's not good. Um, <laughs> it, Nectar. Really sandy. It's, it's, it literally, it does kind of fall apart. To be fair, they've done well to keep it moist. Oh my god, that's But it's not good. I've had literally about a quarter of my half. I wouldn't even feed that to a dog. No. Wouldn't even feed it to a dog. That is. I'm leaving up. That's not even zero. That doesn't even deserve zero. Stay away from these. (laughs) The no cow bar. If you're a vegan, I feel sorry for you having to eat protein bars because that is. That is. uh, That is. um, Boy, we've got (laughs) a kind of. Basically, one of the bigger names of protein bars, I guess. They came to fruition about. Five years ago, so Quest they were bars. all the rage. Quest bars, not with Quest bars. Chris right. Emmett's favourite protein bar in the whole world. Go yeah, why? That's a T Box coach. If anybody doesn't really know, well, Kesh Martin is just <laughs> tuned into the live feed, so he's going to be uh, absolutely devastated to hear that on the audio. Is going to be us chewing. He's going to be devastated. He's absolutely going to hate this. Yeah, he's going to hate it and drinking as well. <laughs> um, so this is a Quest bar: peanut butter and jelly. Um, per bar, twenty grams of protein. 8 grams of carbs and 10 grams of fat. Uh, that's not 8 grams of carbs, that is actually 21 grams of carbs because it's net carbs, not... That's, uh, do you want to talk about <laughs> net carbs? I talked about before, have I talked about before? But yeah, basically in America they don't count fibre as carbs because they're so unhealthy in America that they try and get away with everything they can. Um, fibre still has a calorie amount to it. Um, so the calorie amounts sometimes don't add up on my fitness pal for some people it's usually because they mess around with net carbs and stuff like that so net carbs would be 8 grams of carbs because that's the actual carbs that aren't fibre in it but in England we count the fibre as carbs carbs because as a total because it's carbs right as we should yeah <laughs> um, half a gram of salt as well did not know that so I'm expecting a salty one mm. well, it's, it's not, peanut butter to be no, so it's peanut butter and jelly right it's not a lot of jelly though, is that? No, it's not that big. You've got a little bit of, you've got a little bit of nuts, but um, I'm going to guess this is, as per standard, 
my biggest gripe with a Quest bar is they're always so chewy. Dry. And this is this is what I hate about protein bars that there's zero effort into that. Um, when they first came out, they're actually alright. Yeah. I think the reason for it was that there was no competitors. Um, that's not good, is it? No, it's not too. Sorry, Chris Emmett, your favourite protein bars are shit. It's <laughs> they're not too great, uh, to be honest. The yeah, no, not Quest bars. Not I'm not a big fan. I kind of like the taste, but they're better than the they're most a, sandy bar. But they're on a kind of level with that. Fit joy. Fit, that Fit Joy is a little bit better. At least it was not quite mm. dry and chewy. Which is not a chocolate bar. Though you can see, I've got like kind of anybody's on live. I've got basically leftovers of what's happening. Um, you can scroll through that if you want. Danny Wilson says quest bars are hanging, and I agree with him. They're not great. Hanging means bad, right? Probably. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> they are bad. It wasn't great. Um, hence why we've got <laughs> some water all the way through this. Should we go through? Yeah. Um, so at the moment, what's the ranking? Um, my bar top by my. My bar top. And then. Fit Joy and Quest are battling out for Joy. Bottom, the second bottom. Well, they're our second topper right now as well. Really. That vegan bar should yeah. never be given this food. Um, the cow bar. See you later. That, um, honestly, that, that that was, I'll put that all the way down here because that's in a great lot of space. That should be in pet food. Um, yeah, this is going to be like middle ground. If that. Um, these look a bit tastier. There's, there's a couple that were like um, in like special packaging. Isn't it? That, no, they're all there to come out. Just these two were. These two, yeah. Yeah, the protein. Protein Pantry and Warrior Crunch. We say those to the end because they look the best. They look cool, aren't they? Alright, what have we got? Nitro Tech. Annoying, like, sticker all over it. Nitro Tech Crunch. I do like the crunch bit. So, you can can kind of guess. What's the company? Company, we've got Muscle Tech. Muscle Tech. Not too sure who they are, but. Cool. It's gluten free. Uh, has to be. uh, Has to be. Um, But, main reason why I went for this, anybody who knows me, is it's Cinnamon Bun. I did just think about having just Cinnamon Bun flavoured all the way through. Um, we did actually have a real cinnamon bun two hours I did, before we came in. If anybody's following us on Instagram, then no, they don't know. Um, <laughs> Muscle Farm do them like this as well, cinnamon bun. Yeah. And it's a bit sickly. bit sickly. It looks cool. It's got like white chocolate over the back. It's pretty nice. Um, mm. It should be crunchy, but... <laughs> it's a bit crunchier than the others. The crunch does add to it, but... It's still a bit chewy. It's not great. But it's not that great. <laughs> to be honest. Um, oh no! I don't know what we're looking for, but it's, no, no, it's poor. Um, oh, yeah, so now you've got like smart bars and stuff like that. That's what, that's the standard now. So I immediately put that below. Oh my god, that's not. That's good. below Quest Bar. Um, that's not cool. So <laughs> the Nitro Tech, the cinnamon bun. I'm sure if it wasn't cinnamon bun, it might be better. But it's just the texture is pretty poor. Tastes things great. The taste like what is it? It does taste a bit cinnamony, but what does it taste like? Have you ever accidentally? Got your shower gel in your mouth before. <laughs> it tastes like that. I know you accidentally like you're washing your face and you go, oh, you tasted a bit of it. That's what it tastes like. Mate, I sneaked ahead and looking at the crunch bar that actually actually looks like a Twix. That's why I said that one. <laughs> actually looks like this one. The next one is Oh yeah! Oh by the way, we didn't do the macros at all. I don't think it matters, no one's gonna eat one. No. Don't worry about that. Um seven grams of fat. 24 grams of carb, which are five fiber, five sugar, and then nah. Where's the protein? I, I oh, hope there's protein in it. <laughs> 22 grams. This Not is right. a oh yeah bar. They're winning. One bar, cinnamon roll flavored. Yeah. Uh, the natural, 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 artificially flavored. Um, 
pretty standard, 20 grams of protein, 24 grams of carbs, 9 grams of fat. Very much similar looking to a FitJoy bar. Yeah. The birthday cake one, yeah, very similar looking. It's got the little crispies in the middle. Crispies. They've gone for... I'm a big fan of the crispy. They've gone for a white chocolate outer and a chewy inner. I'm going this side. I'm a big fan. Mm. So, that's better than the better last, than last one. one. Yeah. <laughs> right. A bit more of a, it's a bit more of a, like a sweeter oh, cinnamon flavour. Right that's better than the uh, Fit Joy. That's better than the Quest. Mm, not as chewy, is it? Not as chewy at all. I can, mm. I can handle that. I could actually eat one. And I've eaten all of my mm. I still think it's great. We didn't do price, did we, either? I still think we haven't looked at. Oh, they're all about, like... They're all ridiculously expensive, what they are. £2.50 to £3. Pounds. I think um, I can put a limit on it. Yeah. Otherwise, well. I wouldn't spend all of all the Bushwell's budget, basically. Mate, all that capital, <laughs> all that capital <laughs> we've earned over the year. Year and a bit. Basically. No, um, no, that one for me. The, the Oh Yeah Bar. I've had a few of them before. I've had the Jaffa Cake one. I've had, like, the Lemon Meringue one. They're, they're just a bit a bit average. A bit average? It's all right. Don't get me wrong. Better than a Quest bar, FitJoy bar, NitroTech, whatever. But not definitely not one of the best ones you can get. Amazing. But we're excited about the next two, so you've kind of built them up. Well, they just they look, look, they look the best, right? They they look look half the battle is eating with your eyes. I think uh, we need a... Well, these ones per bar. A little close-up of the protein pantry. That's pretty... That looks good. Right, well, we... Okay. That looks good. We need to work this one out, because this is a bit confusing. Yeah. So, protein, 21 grams. Carbs, 16 grams. Fibre, 25 grams. What? Fat, 10. Carbs, 16 grams. Fibre, 25. So either they've got the fibre and the carbs mixed around, or they've just done the net carbs as well. But 290 calories, a little bit higher on the calorie front, but this is a double chocolate chunk protein bar. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) This actually looks pretty good. Um, And it comes in a see-through packet, so you can see how good it looks as well, which helps. Yeah, it's almost like they're not ashamed. Uh, I don't think they need to be by the looks of it. Yeah, those look good. Right. Wow. Cool. Actual chocolate on it as well, white chocolate and dark chocolate coatings. Wow. As you can tell by the silence, um, that's going to happen number one. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Great. Right. If you're listening. How have they done that? Who's the, uh, who's the company? Protein Pantry. Protein Pantry. Whoever you are, Protein Pantry. Kudos. Holy fuck, that is good. Great. Yeah. So That's like a chocolate bar. So on the on the review of uh, Bear Bells, um, I've actually <laughs> we've actually got Third Space selling Bear Bells at every single site, thanks to Henry Dunmore, who's one of our listeners. Um, we could get these in now. These are really good. Um, ah, dog. Bruno. It's a dog, by the way. Not Bruno. He's in the background, some barkers. Um, yeah. So anybody who's just joined the Facebook Live, Protein Pantry, go for your boots. Um, Bro. Buy 12 of those, you will not be disappointed, <laughs> I promise you. Right. Right. In fact, you wouldn't even be able to stop at one. No. They are incredible. It is 290 calories, so slightly higher than most of them, yeah. but eh, worth it. Compared to the others. That's good, man. I'm having a for that one. Yeah. Never, never mind. mind, it's all come out of my, my pocket. It's okay. I'll come to visit you. I haven't bought him a cinema bar. And coffee. That's so good. I can't go over that. Mm. It's really nice. Very true. All right. Sorry for the silence, but... Last one. Sorry, right. The silence is kind of adding to how good it was. It's, it's, yeah, it's more ahead of that. Yeah. Cool. All right, last one. What have we got? Warrior Crunch. 
but bear in mind that we haven't gone grenade, we haven't gone yeah, yeah. normal of those, because everybody knows what they taste like, to be honest. These are good, these are. Yeah? So, Warrior Crunch. It also says Unleash Hell on it. You've just gone straight in. Salt and caramel. High protein, low sugar. Because sugar is the devil. Alright, 2.5 grams sugar. 2.3 impact carbs. That's a better way of... That's, that's like... Net impact. Buzzword, right? Uh, 20 grams of protein. Strong. It's an interesting noise from the dog. I'm checking it. Not as good as the protein pantry, but good. But good. Salt and caramel. That does help with this double chocolate chip. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's just good at my bar, I think. For sure. Yeah. Alright. Cool. So, there you have it. So, <laughs> based on that information, you've got the protein pantry number one. Uh, the crunch, I think it goes slightly ahead of the my bar. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, bar. Yeah, cool. My bar. Oh yeah, one bar, and then the rest. And then the rest. I wouldn't even bother. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, we'd never buy them ever again. Top four. Easy. I mean, we'll put a post out about those those four protein bars and not say that we reviewed the others. Um, yeah. But it's good, though, because now you know good. not to buy those those brands and look for these ones. The other thing you have to, you have, the other thing you have to remember with these is that the macros on these ones are a bit higher. Um, but for the extra couple of grams of fat or carbs, it's worth it because that just shit. If that's, yeah, just just raise your knee a little bit more. Mm. Walk around. Walk around those extra, like, I don't know, thousand steps whilst you're eating one. Yeah. It'll be good. Worth it. Absolutely worth cool. it. Cool. One one. <laughs> so we need to take a break, I think, tidy this up, and then we'll um, tidy up. we'll get to the second half of the, uh, the podcast, yeah. All right, cool. All right, catch you in a bit, boys. Three, two, one. Back in the room, Danny. Yeah, so... You haven't had a break in a while. No, we haven't had a break in a while. Yeah, <laughs> those protein bars, wow. Um, yeah, that protein pantry one, I'm going to... Uh, not Invest, I think, is basically what people should start doing. Yeah, so uh, the second half, we just thought we'd talk about um, a post of, obviously, Brett Contreras posted about it today, and it's kind of spurned our discussion before we started recording about um, asymmetries that people present and um, all these sorts of things. And usually how they try and use them as an excuse for not doing something or for, you know, not progressing with their training as much as they should have done. And it usually comes from a previous trainer having diagnosed some sort of asymmetry in someone that then sticks in their head and they kind of don't, they don't really ever let, let it go or get rid of it. And they just, just you know, use it as a, a reason for why they can't do something or why if something hurts a little bit that they stop. Yeah, essentially... Um, so I wrote a post on Friday, um, which I think it was just from, <laughs> I'm sure some of the uh, guys who maybe I was teaching more than likely listen and probably saw it on Facebook. Um, it was just discussing about the minutia of training and Dan basically, when we were walking to, um, <laughs> in London was ranting about it slightly because he's had some experience with it. Um, it's just a bit, it's almost like they lose sight of what what they're trying to do and where they need to go and that end journey mm. um, it's all very well and good I mean we're all obviously massive fans of physiotherapists and osteopaths and like trainers in general um, but a lot of good trainers yeah heavily educate themselves um, hopefully we're not an exception to that but then lose track of why they started to uh, train people in the first place and what could 
basically they lose track. They don't go for the most obvious case. It's mm. it's the whole I hear hooves. It's probably zebras, right? And it's more likely than to be horses. Yeah, it's 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 just the whole concept of of this folk, like you said, Tom. Focus on the minutia is is just so common in our industry, um, and it's the same with with nutrition, hundred percent. Again, it's people going, should I have an avocado or should I have eggs? Like, which is healthier? It's like, just sort your total calories out, the rest sorts itself out. It really doesn't matter. It's kind of the same with training, really. It's like, I had a conversation recently with someone and they started listing all the things that was wrong with with this person, uh, what they could and couldn't do. And then at the end of the conversation, they just said, basically, yeah, he just needs to get stronger. And I was just like, exactly. Like, you can forget what you just said um, because the reality is if you get someone stronger, those kind of issues go away. And, and again, the bottom line is always comes back down to if you build more muscle tissue, get stronger muscles, you get more stable, you get stronger, problems go away. Uh, within reason, I know it sounds very simplistic, but we were saying on, on our kind of on our journey to, to recording this, we kind of said it's amazing how... <laughs> That's a physical journey. Yeah, like, yeah, like our, our, our actual <laughs> train journey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not like some, kind of, some sort of metaphorical, oh, metaphorical journey. journey. We, we, we basically had a thought train. <laughs> yeah. It was a thought train, not the actual train that we got on. It's, it's just that, uh, you know, when it boils down to it, as we become more experienced and got older and train more clients and see more people, is it is just a case of most people just need to get stronger. They need to do it in the safest way possible for them, sure, but it boils down to they need to do some hard work and get strong. That's going to fix most of their problems they've got. Whether it's posture, whether it's you know all these sort of other problems, whether it's weak backs, whatever, it boils down to it. Some somewhere along the line, they just need to get stronger. Yeah, I mean within the realms of that as well. I think people maybe I know we have physiotherapists and osteopaths that listen to the show as well, um, but I'm sure they would, they would probably agree to the fact that getting stronger is is within a range of or a spectrum, even though you're rehabbing. You're still getting stronger in yeah. in a certain part of aspect of whatever you're doing, but also they, it, it annoys me that you focus so much within a client, so much on the discrepancy or asymmetry of or the the dysfunction of what that movement is. Say if so, Dan's got a slightly increased fat pad of some sort that's overlapping and giving him uh, knee pain. Um, they're going to focus on that so much and realise, wow, fuck, Dan, you've got all these other joints and all these other movements you can do. Mm. Your upper body, totally unhurt. Um, so I can speak from actual experience right now. So I've taken on a client um, from orthopedic surgery. So you had a surgery in February. She won't mind me talking about this at all. Actually referred through Dan's girlfriend, who to come see me. Um, and she's got like a pin in her hip. So it's just movement patterns and walking is basically where we're going to try and basically progress her. But the physio, he's obviously an amazing guy, really smart, and he's given her two like movements to do, and that's his job to rehab her back. And I was like, all right, well, sweet. She came in like, oh, it's really hard, it's really sore, and do we, do we call it off today? I was like, um, arms all right? Sweet, all right, let's, yeah. let's go, we've got an hour. Let's just, just go push-pull, 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 push-pull. And she was like, that was great. I can't believe I'm blowing, I'm sweating, and I've literally just moved my arms and my upper body around. It's like, yeah, it's absolutely fine. You know, we're not. It's like it's it's not always my job to focus on that when, especially if I'm working with a highly skilled professional that's kind of doing it for me, and um, I just need to co- like correspond with them. There we are. It's I just mean, it's just if you look for problems, then you will find them. Yeah. If you go looking for them, you will find one. Now, 
I'm sure someone could sit there and look at my squat or my deadlift or my bench or whatever and say, oh, there's, you know, you're more dominant this side or that side. You know, you need to get a lollipop stick and bite on it or whatever. And it's like, yeah, okay, that might help. And, and that's fine. But I'm not injured. I'm not sore. I'm not in pain. Like, it's not causing me too much dysfunction. And it's just like, you're going to stop me from doing that and getting stronger just because you want to spend a bit of time on this little problem that you found. Um, and the example that Brett Contreras used was Usain Bolt. And he said... Usain Bolt has got scoliosis and a right leg that is half an inch shorter than his left leg. Half an inch shorter, one leg than the other. And he's the fastest man alive. Like, at some point, you think someone might have gone, oh, you need to, re- you know, we need to try and correct that balance, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, actually, probably not. Because he's the fastest man alive. Like, and I don't think that if he'd had people mess around with him so much to try and correct that in a certain way... Um, whether they were trying to play around with his hips or his spine or anything, would he have spent so little time actually on the track that he wouldn't have been fast and he wouldn't have been the fastest man alive. So like, if you take someone away from the track or from the gym or from some sort of training to try and fix these tiny little problems, you're actually making them weaker in the long run by doing that because they then can't train properly. Um, So I, I just think it's really interesting because I see it all the time. You see some people who don't know what the hell they're doing but then you see some people who know a little bit and they go on a course and then they come back from the course and be like, oh, I need to focus on this. And like case in point, I saw an Insta-famous personal trainer the other day saying how you should never look up in a deadlift. I'm like, hang on a minute. Some of the strongest deadlifts in the world look up when they deadlift. Who's right, who's wrong? Well, like technically, does it really matter for one? And two, it's like, hang on, the strongest people in the world are, are doing it this certain way. Um, I don't care about their rib flare. Um, they're lifting heavy shit. And it's just like, it's just one of those things. It's like you're focusing on the tiny thing. Actually, if you've got a stronger deadlift, regardless of your head position, you're getting stronger and you're probably fine to be okay. Um, that was that was post of me doing that Friday seminar about deadlift positioning <laughs> as well. And I got asked that question within head position. So one girl who'd been training for powerlifting and trains people, because powerlifters, when they deadlift, tend to look up. Because that's the direction they want to go. So it's like a external cueing. Mm. So they look up. I coach in squatting for like high. So I, I coach, throw the bar off your back, look up. That's more likely where you're going to go and end up. Um, but also for, but it's, it's really, it's really hard. For, but for anatomical adaptation goals, for sure, it's going to be a little bit more important. But it, there was no, it depends. It was just absolutely all the time, this is what it is. Yeah. It's just like, that's, just, that's, the, that's just rookie error. And it wasn't even that. It was also that it was like, oh, it can lead to other issues. Yeah. Brilliant. Explain <laughs> What are they? And it's like, they, you can't explain them because they're just made up. It was. It wasn't, it was it, it's just one of those things where, again, it, it's, it's, it's just... It's a minutia. And the chances are, if I teach you to squeeze your bum and just feel the stretch in your hamstrings during that, Doing that lift, yeah. um, I'm going to guess that's going to get you more progress um, and not worry about a lot of the other stuff. Also, something I said on <laughs> people should just come to my fucking Friday seminars and my Wednesday ones. Um, I beat the drum because there's a lot of people who do a lot of other stuff um, in terms of correctives, but my thing is I'm a strength coach, I'm going to use strength as a corrective. Mm. Um, like the what Dan's saying, people getting people stronger. Not every single time, but for, uh, I'm going to say, a lot of my cases that I've taken on, generally getting them stronger fixes a hell of a lot of shit. 
Um, and strength can be a corrective, like an RDL with a uh, posterior chain exercise, and you're going to get some hamstring stretch at the bottom. And then chances are you're loading that stretch every single time, so is increased range of motion going to happen? Yeah. Yeah, it might. Yeah. A, good it, strength it might coach, a good strength coach, any of their plans is somewhat corrective. Oh, for sure. Like you're correcting some sort of like strength imbalance or some sort of upper-lower um, difference or whatever it is, but every single thing you do is, is corrective. Like, if someone comes to you and like, oh, I want to get a bigger back, you do more back. Like, so therefore you're correcting the problem <laughs> they've got. And it's kind of like the whole, again, it's a buzzword of like, oh, we're going to do these corrective exercises. Like, no. No, you, no, you're not. You're just doing exercises and you're just programming them in the proper way. Isn't every exercise corrective in some way? Yeah, it's the whole like functional dysfunction functional. shit again, right? It's like, <laughs> oh, it's just frustrating. Function to become dysfunctional. You see the buzzwords that are flying around from all these people and it's just like, hang on a minute. Mate, like, we are the most... You're goblet squatting with eight kilo kettlebells. You're not, you're not doing anything. You're not helping anything. You're just doing a little circuit. Great. Try, try putting 40 kilos, 50 kilos on your back and do that more often. That's going to get you stronger. That's going to get you better glutes, better legs, better results. Um, but yeah, anyway, it's just frustrating because you can have all the followers in the world and you're trying to, you're in a position of power to educate these people and you just give out poor advice. It's so <laughs> yeah, it is the case sometimes. It's just, it's just sad, but some people try and do their best. So we'll, we'll see what they're doing. Yeah, so um, just, you try your best. Just like... <laughs> Just look at the bigger picture, and then one of the biggest things is just why is the client come to you anyway? Um, have you decided upon their goals, or have they given them to you, and mm. you've guided them along that way? As long as I mean, it's like when you like self doing the food plan stuff. You don't just give them this is what you're eating, this is what you're going to get to. Um, chances are they they've got to figure out for themselves. Otherwise, they're not going to feel any kind of control at all. Um, so you, you've got to realise that somebody's already coming to you for something. If they're like, yeah, I want you to correct my back, like upper back or something like that, that'd be fine. Yeah, that's going to start doing it. But the chances are, we, you know, from one-to-one coaching, Dan, 90% of the people that stand in front of you, what do they say? Swallow better. Swallow better. So, <laughs> chances are they, don't, we all do. <laughs> they <laughs> don't care about, oh shit, my hip flexor is just slightly off my left side. Yeah. Oh, is it? All right, okay, cool. Sweet. Yeah. Let's spend 90% of my session doing that. Um, and then there go. I was saying to Dan, especially we've, we've said this about warm-ups before, but about me not using as many bands and little activation exercises and stuff like that. So there's there's a guy that I've got two eight discs. I've been training for 18 months. We've done all that shit. His warm-up right now is wall angels, tense, mm. squats, tense, um, just non-alternating walking lunges, tense, press-ups, tense, pull-up, three. That's it. And he does it three times. He knows what he's doing. Mm. Doesn't need me for that. Yeah. And then, then we'll go do the, the big stuff. But yeah, it's just, it's just he just needs to spark up more than anything else. It's a great warm up. It's got everything pushing, pulling. That's it. Like, little, yeah. little bit of mobility. Bam, 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 Again, bam, bam. It's just. Who can do a wall angel? Post it in the group. Yeah, I love wall angel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, again, it just comes down to just people just trying to make themselves seem flashier than they are. and and like, we've done it before, like the glute band walks and stuff. And then, oh, like mate, you said, there was yeah. a point that I yeah. think nearly all of my clients, all of Dan's clients I know, got glute banded kickbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He loves it. One of them. And it's one of those where you do it and then you kind of go, okay, you're feeling it here. And then some of them are like, no, I feel it here. And I'm like, right, we'll stop doing it. <laughs> and then some of them do it. And then, like you say, you get into the warmth and you realise, actually, are they just feeling their glutes now because they've just done the first two sets of warm squats? Probably. Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's only from doing it and learning that, like, you go, right, okay, that's fine. I get that, I get that now. And, and you learn from it and that's fine. And I think we're in a good position to be able to kind of 
not preach about it, but talk about it because we've been there and done it. Um, it's that you see people who are... I've never been called a preacher. You see people who have been in the industry longer than us, um, charge way more than us, full-on clinics, doing that sort of stuff and not learning from it and thinking that they're still doing the right thing. Um, that's the frustration. By the book, mate. That's the only thing. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, we'll see. That's asymmetry is covered. Mm. We're all asymmetrical. Then we're all asymmetrical, which is very sad. I think who who teaches? I don't know. It's Gary Gray. It might be Gray. It might be Cook. Um, teaches you can squat like this. It's like a little step back. You can squat like this. Please go look up those videos. Basically, mm. you can squat in any way you absolutely like. Dean yeah. Somerset taught us as well, which is yeah. like you can squat like this if you really want. To. If he he'll be slightly kind of extended rotated on this side, yeah. absolutely fine. Yeah, it's not, we don't really need to correct that. It's not his cookie cutter kind of. This is your squat. Yeah. All right, sweet. Blaine Morton squats yeah. like folds in, he folds in half and then comes yeah. back up. Yeah. He, he's back better than ever uh, after his all his surgeries. Exactly. Like, it's, it, it's yeah. I think that, that was the light bulb moment for me was when Dean said, yeah, when he kind of showed was like, the yeah. hip, different hip anatomies and then just sort of said, look, I, I have my right foot point out a little bit more than my left. Big whoop. Yeah. He's still squatting all the time. Heavy. He's strong. He's not injured. He's not injured. So it's like, you don't have to worry about He doesn't about. compete, so he doesn't need to. Yeah. Um, even with competing doesn't matter if you're asymmetrical no. when I'm competing so do they just care if you're coming in and out of like deep reflection yeah. that is it um, pretty interesting corner. so just don't confuse it it's, it's simple don't confuse it keep it simple don't focus on minutiae get the basics right first and from there you can then take things forward yeah for sure and then you can educate yourself but the chances are some, a lot of these other messes then they clear up and then you can focus on the big problems that might have occurred um mm. That if they're still there then we need to look at it but if you if somebody can say to me oh I've never really tried that kind of training before they haven't done a 5x5 five five or a 531 of some sort within like just a push pull legs right? uh, programming then I'm like alright go try that and just see what happens um, see, if, see if you correct it slightly it'll be interesting mm. but alright stupid things on the internet Ooh, that sounds like bollocks. Probably because it is. Stupid things on the internet this week. Dan. Yeah, thanks to Liam for posting this in the group. Um, Get in the group, guys, if you haven't already got in the group. It's uh, a daily fail, daily mail article. <laughs> um, everything you think you know about diets is wrong. Counting calories is a total waste of time. Shit, wrong. It's bacteria-only gut that makes you fat. Mm. Wrong. Cheese, alcohol, and chocolate can all help. They probably won't. Um... <laughs> And like that's just, I mean, so I, um, again, again, me, me and Tom were chatting about this on the way over here. It's this whole thing of people uh, look for these excuses um, of why they can't lose weight, why they're putting on weight. They get told by some people who just, they just tell them what they want to hear. Oh, it's your gut. It's your, it's your gut bacteria. That's what it is. It's not your fault. It's your gut bacteria. No, no, you're eating too much food. No one wants to hear that they're eating too much food because they know it. Deep down, they fucking know it. You're greedy, you eat cake, you're eating too much. Um, <laughs> it's nothing to do with your gut bacteria. You might be a bit bloated because you've eaten a whole pizza. It's not because you've got a problem with gluten. Um, and Martin McDonald posted um, a study the other day where they basically had the same calories in each group and they substituted out whole grains and, and gave them processed carbohydrates. So they had one group on whole grains, one, gr one group on processed carbs, and they found that there was lit literally no difference between the two in terms of body composition, weight loss. Um, General health? Didn't, they didn't measure for it. Oh. 
Well, would have been helpful if they took would have been helpful yeah but it, it's again like anyone that does and follows flexible dieting is never going to say never eat whole grains just eat all sugar no. and and that's the strong argument that everyone always takes and now the strong argument's kind of been done I think that's why it was done that way as like a bit of a straw man to go look you can't use that as, as a reason anymore and actually what people say flexible dieting is you can have a bit of it don't base your whole diet around it and you'll be okay um, and it's just the same, it's the same thing it's like and I think they actually, on the study, looked at gut bacteria and gut health, and they found, again, no differences between each group. Um, so, yeah, if you want to look for that and have a look at the, the study and have a look at Mines, Cliff Notes from the study, head over to Mines' Facebook profile, um, and you'll find it on there. It's obviously been shared a lot, and there's a lot of comments on there, a lot mm. of comments from idiots mainly, um, who, who, again, just can't accept the fact. They can't accept the science, and they question it, and they, they come up with all these conspiracy theories, and it's just a load of shit. Um, and... Look, counting calories is a total waste of time. I can tell you now, it's not. Most of my clients count calories in some way, shape, or form. And they're all losing weight. They're all leaner. They're all looking good. Um, even when you gain in size, like, you still need to count calories and know where you're at. Otherwise, it can go horrifically yeah. wrong. And it's just, again, it's, it's that kind of headline, right? It's going to get shared. It's going to get read. People are going to be happy about it because suddenly they're not to blame anymore. Like, it's not their fault. It's their gut's fault. They can eat cheese, alcohol, and chocolate, and they'll all be fine. Their gut will be absolutely fine, which is uh, very sad, but... It's just shit advice. It's just <laughs> shit advice. Just the counting calories, even for the strength guys that I train. Like, oof, sorry. Uh, most of them are still counting their calories. They definitely have a protein goal. I'm not too fussed about their carb and fat goal, as long as they're high carb most of the time. But they're all within a rounds of calorie tracking, because I don't want... For strength, I don't want that to be the limiting factor. I don't want to be like, oh, actually, yeah, this isn't working because, oh, you're not eating enough. All right, brilliant. Thank, thank fact for that. It's not my programming. Never would be, obviously. But it's also with the gut health stuff. I've seen a lot of people, um, so one of my clients <laughs> talked about, um, uh, is it steak and mince? How she's not eating mince yeah. because there's, because the surface area of the mince, as soon as it gets like minced up. Um, one. <laughs> minced up, right? The steak gets minced up. Is that not... That's a thing, isn't it? Yeah. I just but, but can't believe this is an issue that's all <laughs> I know. Um, but won't eat the mince now because of the surface area has more bacteria instead of steak. And I was like, what? I was like, it clearly doesn't matter. It's like the whole, the whole like, if you bite your nails, um, there's more bacteria underneath your nails than on the toilet seat. Like, all right. Brilliant. But it, it's clearly bacteria that doesn't matter because, put it out there, I've been biting my nails since I was about 10. Yeah, and I've never had. Any, I don't think I've had touch wood had any uh, repercussions from it. Um, I've never licked my toilet seat, so this is a kind of a false study. Yeah, um, so I'd have to go and lick the toilet seat to find out to find out whether it had the same effect on me. I'm pretty sure it would be, mm. um, but I'm not going to do it. That's the only thing. So that's stupid. I've got the cliff notes from Mines post here, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to read them out to you quickly. Um, so cliff notes were substituting all your whole grains for refined grains only had a very minimal difference on energy balance. Sorry, I talked like that because uh, I've never heard Dan use the word cliff notes before. That's what he says. Oh, no. <laughs> um, eating mostly whole grains increased stool weight and energy content, i.e. energy was lost in the toilet. Again, makes sense. Cool. The difference was 90 calories a day in favour of eating whole grains. So the, the people that had whole grains, they ate 90 less calories a day, which they've accounted for basically energy lost in the toilet, essentially. Yeah. Um, 90 calories a day, pretty negligible 
is a small banana. Eating only refined grains had no effect on systemic gut inflammation, so all the gut healing protocol gimps can shut the front door. Mine's worth, not mine. When someone says, so if I swap a thousand calories of whole grain rice for a thousand calories of jelly sweets, you're saying there won't be much difference in fat loss slash gain. You can now legitimately say, yes, that is what I'm saying. There'll be a very small difference, but there won't be much difference. And here's the reference. Physique transformation experts, in quotation marks, who claim you can't eat refined foods like inflexible dieting approaches, as it completely throws off your energy homeostasis, are gimps. Again, wrong. As a reminder, this 90 calorie difference was a substitution of all whole grains for refined versions every day for six weeks, which no half-intelligent flexible dieter would do. Um, yeah, and that's, that's it, right, is that people take it to the extreme and they kind of go, no one who does flexible diet is going to go that way. Uh, I'm sure that they probably felt hungrier. I'm sure they didn't feel as good and they probably weren't as healthy. Yeah. But the point is that we only ever say, look, maybe 20% of your diet will be from refined grains and maybe 80% from whole grains, and, but they don't accept that. That's not good enough. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's just it's just frustrating. And one day, one day we will get through to people. It will happen. But it is so getting there. More and more flexible dieting coaches are popping up all over the place, claiming they know how to do everything. Right, um, because apparently it is all about counting calories. And again, this is the other thing, right? Is that you've got one newspaper saying it's, that counting calories is a waste of time, and then you've got some people saying calories is all that matters. That's the only other thing you need to worry about. And it's like, well, no, no. There are other little things as well, but. But then that's the main bottom base of the pyramid. Then we can start talking about the other things. But um, yeah, and that's another podcast for the day. That is another podcast. Um, I talked about that in my in strength bit. I was talking mm. about what is the, the kind of macronutrients that I should um, for strength. I was like, what? Just eat. We're just in program. I was like, eat, eat, forget eat. Just eat more things. Like the, the case study we're using is an eighteen-year-old boy. I'm like, eat, eat. Yeah, that's <laughs> one bit of advice. <laughs> one bit of advice I give anyone who's below the age of twenty-one who wants to get big and strong is just eat. Don't even think about trying to lean gain or whatever. Just <laughs> fucking eat. Just eat. Lean gain. If you're training hard four times a week, eat as much as you want. Just eat, eat, yeah. eat, eat. It's the only way you're going to get Right, on the end of that then. Um, I think we'll end our kind of... We'll cap it there. Cap it there. Cool. End our show. Um, thank you for listening. Obviously, go... If you have just listened to the audio show, we did the first half of this show live... It's always live. It's live it's one takes in it. Uh, live on Facebook, so get in the group. Maybe we'll post it on our normal page as well. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe we'll put will. that in um, on the full page as well. Um, do a snippet of it on some sort of Instagram thing. If we can take it, if we can work that out with such tech gurus. Well, I'm not. Well, I can say you're a guru because that means nothing. Oh, exactly, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I'm a tech guru. Yeah, yeah. Tech, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've used a laptop before. Yeah, he's, he's got a laptop. I've seen mm-hmm. it. I've seen it. It's good. Yeah, it's nice. Same make as mine, yeah. It isn't. Yeah, it's good. Much better. No, no, it's not. It is. It's not. It is. It's not. It is. Right. <laughs> Newer. It's not bad. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, go. I think we're talking about go leave reviews. Go, go do some uh, iTunes stuff. It's on iTunes, SoundCloud, anything. Um, tell us what your favourite episode was, and then we can go take notes off that and make these ones even better. Yeah, because um, we know how many people listen each, <laughs> month, each week, and we know how many reviews we've got. Um, there's a lot of you who aren't reviewing the podcast <laughs> so we'd love it if you do like it to let us know the other option of course is that so we only have 33 people who like what we do maybe the other, the other 400 odd don't 
care. Two of them are us, so um, yeah, be interesting. Um, <laughs> but we've not reviewed our own podcast. That, no, that's that's, sad, that's right? a bit. That's a bit shit. Reviewing your own podcast. Yeah, yeah bit of course. Cool. <laughs> um, so we're not we're not going to be doing that. But um, if you guys could do it for us, that'd be real good. Yeah. Um, also, we're going to go set up a list, much like Sook's just done. And big thank you for anybody who's kind of told us that we can uh, appear on other people's podcasts. Yeah, we um, should not that's, be. That'll be uh, absolutely hilarious. If somebody want a protein bar review, we're more than happy to. Yeah. Um, but if Likewise, if you want some people to come on our show and we talk to them about kind of non-fitness related stuff, um, and maybe a little bit, of, um, please let us know on that because I think the last couple of people we've managed to get on. So um, we're scrolling through our list right now and we'll send out some decent uh, decent messages to uh, some nice people. Um, yeah, I think that ends that down. And then we're going we're gonna to continue um, with our London kind of rave Tour. London party tour, coffee, dance, food for. Um, he actually had some uh, porridge about me this morning, which I was very gutted about. I was counting reps, so. Yeah. You went around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, and we'll catch you uh, next week. Go follow us on all social media platforms. Yeah, good day, guys. Bye.